What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Forbius Podcast, Backcountry Brews, Barbells, and Business. This week, had an opportunity to sit down and talk with Skylar, the bearded barbell himself, and we talked about all things COVID, the old days, training, powerlifting, um, adapting to training in a pandemic environment when you are under constant surveillance, uh, and, uh, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. It was actually a really good time. We <laughs> went a little long, uh, but uh, we had a lot of fun. Hope you guys enjoy it as well. So uh, without any further ado, we will get on with the show. Thank you all so much for listening. appreciate everybody who supports the show, everybody who's uh, out there listening. Stay safe, and here we go. I was always wondering, you know, like, did you, did you, did you have a conversation with other dudes in like powerlifting that had beards and just said, I'm taking this? Or did you just assume that it was going to be already yours? (laughs) Like I kept trying to incorporate the beard into it because I've always had one because I don't have a, I don't have a jawline. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's why all dudes have beards. <laughs> well, the funny thing was, and then uh, interesting you brought that up because I shaved my beard off like four days ago for the first time in nine years. I'm not happy with it at all. So <laughs> shout, ridiculous. Out David, shout out to David Gilbert, a uh, local doctor. Um, had to shave his beard just in case he went to the COVID thing, and he's had a beard forever. <laughs> and right. he looks like a he looks like a child. <laughs> well, okay. First of all, okay. So this is interesting, but we're not gonna. Um, I I go to a doctor, and his and his name rhymes with Ilbert as well. And um, <laughs> we won't name anyone by name. But you're 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 right. I'm, I'm thinking about it now, and if I could imagine uh, a dude like Doctor Ilbert with no <laughs> beard. <laughs> It would not be good. I would I would go in and I would go. Does your mom know you're here with all this doctor stuff? Because it's ridiculous. Does the office know you're in here? <laughs> do they know? know do they you're... know you're here? Where's Doctor Gilbert? Uh, where's to, your Where's your dad? Where's your dad? <laughs> um. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. So, so I mean, who who else did you have to wrestle? Who like who, who did you so have to wrestle we for, kept, for that? I kept looking at <laughs> not up Corey because like, Corey like Corey doesn't just Corey doesn't got, rock the beard. Yeah, and he rocks a little bit of one, but not year round. He's just got lazy and, stubble though. He's just got right, long right. stubble. Um, and I just kept looking, and uh, nobody ran with it. There was like beards and barbells, which I felt was like the donuts and deadlifts thing. You kind of like, yes. And I was like, you know what? Let's just go with bearded barbell. And then originally I tried to get somebody to draw a beard on a barbell, but it looked real dumb. <laughs> yes. You mean kind of like the, uh, do you, I don't know if you ever saw the prototype shirt. We almost made one time where it was somebody doing a deadlift, somebody doing a, a, a clean and somebody doing a press. And it just looked like three dudes lined up all weird. Do you remember that, that part remember, of the shirt? Like it, it looked like it looked like it was gonna be like a time lapse, but it just looked weird. Just, I, rem- I was like, "Ooh!" I remember, <laughs> I remember you and Neil walking in, Neil showing the shirt to somebody, somebody making a comment, and Neil being like, 
nope, 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 nope. You see all those, you see all those videos. Just nope, 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 nope. That was that was us when we saw the when we saw the mock-up. It's like this was not how I envisioned it. When you finally got it on paper, you're like, right. man. We saw we saw like Da Vinci. We saw like the the Da Vinci's man. You know, we saw that. It made like, sense in concept. Yeah, it was per the conceptually, it was brilliant. 2D was horrifying. <laughs> it's not good. I was like, it's, it's a good. just a train. It's okay. It's cool. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> but, and barbells. But, but so you've anyway. uh, but you got new like I saw the latest gear, some of the latest gear, and the latest gear looks yeah. really, really, really cool, man. Yeah. So before all this mess with COVID started, um, I worked with one of Corey's other clients, Shireen, out of New York. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a graphic designer, and she's a really badass female powerlifter um and we'd been going back and forth and we wanted to change everything in powerlifting is red black gray or black just blah 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 and we i really wanted to get away from that um i love black obviously but i wanted like some purples in there some red some of the cavalier plates looked um and so we went out with that and uh it came out the colors popped quite a bit um, and then we had a bunch of other stuff lined up. Yeah. She's out of New York. Yeah. And I think the shirts are produced <laughs> out of New York. Right. <laughs> and so, it's, so it's like ordering gummy bears from, it's like ordering gummy bears from like the Philippines right now. It's like, it's going to be a little while on that. It's it's going to yeah, be a little while and be. probably, probably not like, Hey Shireen, why aren't, why aren't these, why aren't these things being made right now? I don't know if there's something big happening. So, uh, <laughs> we've got some, we've yeah. got some other apparel and, uh, hopefully stretching out into some other, other actual pieces of apparel yeah. just not shirts yeah. um but we're gonna have to get clear of all this obviously before that goes so yeah i mean that really obviously you know that's that's shutting everybody down dude i mean so i mean everything. yeah so i mean yeah i mean so we, let's let's kind of talk about that a little bit i mean i know you know um you know for those of everybody who doesn't know you know primarily you know you we've I just go we've known each other what, going on about 10 years it's got, it's got to be right. It's, it's, a, little, I was talking about. it's a little scary, yeah. right? It's a little bit scary right. now that it's been yeah. that long. It doesn't seem like it should have been that long. It seems like it's been five years. Yes. Maybe. It seems maybe. Right. And right. then I look right. back on, I was like, oh, oh my God. It's like 2010. Holy crap, dude. And, right. and so we, we, but it was an interesting, um, kind of an interesting meeting. We were kind of on like the other side of like the Daniel LaRusso Cobra Kai thing at the beginning. Right. So it was right. like, Absolutely. it was, uh, um, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make either one of us pick who was who, but I mean, end of the day, it, it all ended up, it all ended up good. Right. Uh, right. I think, uh, I couldn't have, I couldn't have picked a, uh, a better situation to kind of step into and be allowed to, um, kind of grow. I remember at one point in time at tier one, the second location, you know, we had, I don't think I'd squat. I hadn't squatted 800 yet, but we'd had, couple 750 pound power lifters we had squatters that is squatting um couple elite power lifters couple female elite power lifters with becky but then we had travis you kim you know britney weiss god britney weiss has blown up and gone off and done all the stuff she's done and then we had rj bentley people forgot about him but he was winning a Mm -hmm. lot of strongman stuff in the state and we really had like pretty much all levels of fitness outside mm-hmm. of like bodybuilding under one house. Yeah. And it was all driven by different people, but all going in the same direction. I don't think 
I don't think a lot of places really fully understand that and how awesome that was for pretty much everybody that was included in that, you know, yeah. it was really kind of a magical time. And it's one of those things where, you know, you, you, and I, I remember telling the guys over the years, because we saw so many great coaches come and go, mainly the CrossFit coaches, you know, <clears throat> cause they're younger typically and they would come right. and go and they right. graduate and go off and someone off to open their own, you know, off to open their own boxes. Right. And, you right. know, <clears throat> guys like, you know, like, uh, um, Owen and, uh, you know, and different ones who, who came and went and, and, um, and, you know, folks who went on to other careers, like, you know, coach right. Shep and Garrett and, 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 uh, you right. know, Brent and, and, you know, you name it. Right. Uh, right. We, there's, I think there's probably some medical students in there. Yeah. I mean, like, Hall- Halloran's out there doing like, you know, bending people's knees backwards and stuff, you know, every day, you right. know, all that kind of right. stuff. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. And you're right. It's, it's crazy. Uh, but it was, it was magical times and it was, it was kind of like, um, you know, it was kind of a, the Camelot part for us where we didn't really know how special it was maybe until, no, I, until I really, the, I, the time ended and people people yeah. kind of left. And then we – but I always would tell people, I said, you know, enjoy it now. You know, when we first went, for example, back to CrossFit competitions. But for me, you know, in 12, 13, 14, 15, that, that time period, I always remind everybody go out. When you go out on the floor, smile, wave to the crowd, have a good time, have fun while you're there because you don't know if you're ever going to be there again. You, you, you really just don't, don't know. Like, you don't know what's going to happen next. Right. Enjoy these times now. They won't last forever. <laughs> right. And then, you know, I mean, I think back to my own competitions. I mean, think back to Neil. Neil had a couple number one rankings and not, not North Carolina, not, oh, yeah. not, not the East coast, like the, the world, the number one. <laughs> and it's like, you know, all it takes for him or, or you or Kim, um, is it a little bit of extra work? you know, or picking up, picking up something else. Yeah. And then that disappears and you, and you, and a year goes by and you go, where's I haven't competed, you know, like I haven't competed since March yeah. of it's been over a year. It's been a year and some months Yeah, and it feels like it was yesterday and it's like that. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, dude. It, it happens so quickly. And, and you know, now the older you get, the, the faster it seems like uh, you look back and go, Oh, that was, uh, that's four years ago. Okay. Right. Well. <laughs> right. And now it's I now. Sh- I shared a pic from uh, the women's class I used to have in the big CrossFit room. And I had a full head of hair. It was 2015. <laughs> I had a full head of hair. I was holding one of the members kids who was a baby. who's was like five now. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, I look back right. at the pictures. You know, things will pop up, and I don't get notifications because I don't get on Facebook. Instagram right. for some reason started posting my stuff through to Facebook uh, just randomly uh, because right. I noticed started getting notifications again. It's like, huh, huh. What happened there? Oh, thanks, Instagram. That's cool. <laughs> uh, but I'll, every once in a while, I'll go on and just look and see what's happening. And uh, it's just everybody's getting everybody's getting huge, man. And then things will pop up, and you go, "Hey, this day six years ago," and I was like, "Oh my god, look at those! I have abs. It's ridiculous." I've never had. I've never had <laughs> those. I've never looked back on that. <laughs> not no more. Uh, mine's, mine's more this transfer, and then more tattoos. It's right. not really ever doing an ab shot. <laughs> I'm adding color and losing hair. It's fine. But are you ever going to get like, so are you ever going to get to the point where you just start replacing hair with tattoos? So like, you're going to crawl up, start crawling up the neck and just go like over the top, like the skull cap. I told, I told, uh, is Carrie looking at you like from the side, like, no, 
I told Carrie I'll never tattoo above my neck, you know, um, but I'm definitely working my way down. And so hopefully the tattoos will take over for the, the uh, sweater, you right. know, eventually, like right. maybe one will win, but uh, <laughs> it's probably not likely. So, well, if you can't even see your neck, I mean, really, you got a lot of real estate to deal with all the way up to the bottom. Like you just right. pull the, just, just pull the beard up, wind it up and pull it up here. And you got like another, you, you like, know, yeah, you got like another got eight pl- inches. Like we've yeah. got plenty of room. Yeah. You still got, of room here. you still got plenty of room. I mean, you just, so. I mean, so how, so since, you know, since we stopped kind of training together or training in the same building, right. what, what, you know, how's, how's what's your focus been like the last couple of years and how's that, uh, I, I, you know, like I said, I follow, you're one of the, one of the folks I follow on Instagram. I don't follow right. a, a crap ton, but only, you know, pretty much right. relevant to the region and, and some national and, and worldwide stuff, but right. mostly regional stuff for me. Um, you know, what's, what's been your focus lately? And then coming into this year when the COVID shit show kind of came down. So, um, the, I had a goal of squatting 800, and competition with just a belt and knee wraps and um i missed it back in 2016 my foot slipped and missed it uh, i thought i would take another shot at it five months down the road you know like i really thought like okay and then um i had some hamstring issues show up um and i pushed my body weight up to like 300 pounds to hit the 800 pound squat mm-hmm. um and with the extra body weight and then the hamstring issues and then us starting to move gyms, like all, like so many moving parts happening, it was really just like Katie bar the door and hold on yeah, and try to get some training in, you know, right. um, just don't get weak, don't get weak, <laughs> try to fix the hamstring and it. And it's one of these weird problems where they're like, it'll go away and then get aggravated and come back. Um, and so in September of 2019, I was able to compete again. And I squatted seven, seven something in sleeves and a belt, and then benched 470 because uh, the goal was to bench 500 also. And so we used that meet to springboard into a wrap meet in March, where I did squat 804 in competition here in Greenville. Um, but my back was trashed from the 804 squats only bench 450. <laughs> like I was supposed to open at 450 again, right. go 500 second. And, uh, that was like not on the board. Like Gabe from kinetic was literally like deep tissue trying to get my lats to loosen up. And he's like, they will not loosen. I'm like, I, I know I can't, <laughs> I can't bend over the waist. Like this is not good. Um, so right now, so after that, it was try to get the hamstring healthy. And then also, try to um get in better health overall i've yeah. always had really good blood pressure um mm-hmm. i try to eat fairly healthy but uh i've lost like 40 pounds i'm down to two so for the meat i got to 330 for the 800 pound squat it just um just kind of happened holy crap dude that's as yeah, big was, that, that would be as big as i would have ever seen you right i'd probably have right. seen you close the, maybe close was, last time i saw you lifting regularly was probably around 300 yeah i flew around 290 300 um and i got up to 330 and i was bloated and like walking was uncomfortable like a lot of the stuff that comes with like trying to push numbers and not worrying about secondary health 
So as soon as that meet was over, it's funny that that was on Saturday on Monday, me and my wife, Carrie were walking like, and I was like, I've got to get this weight off. Like this is number one priority. Now I'm not going to crash diet or anything like that, but I'm going to get this weight off. Yeah. Um, I was so out of shape cardiovascular wise. Uh, we walked eight minutes and my back was blown up. Um, and I expected it. Oh, like no. it wasn't a shock to me, but like, right. I remember I had to like tell Carrie, I was like, you may have to go get the truck. Like you may have <laughs> to come back and come oh, get no. me. And we yeah, were just in the me. neighborhood. Um, no. That's and so good. from that point on, uh, I've got, I'm two, I got down to 293 recently, 292, but my body comp I've dropped, like none of my clothes fit me. Mm-hmm. So I'm way smaller than I've been since probably you saw me. Yeah. Um, waist wise, but my shoulders I've kept, I've still kept a lot of the mass in my shoulders and legs. So that's good. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see the weight drop, but really like as long as my blood work is coming back good and my weights, my inches are dropping. Yeah. So right now, um, we were hoping to find a beat so I could take a shot at a 500 pound bench and then COVID happened. Yeah. So, and uh, and all the that, that's really every single live event for months and months and months. Right. <clears throat> right. Like we were lucky. So Matt Donnelly and Carrie and Gina Woolard and Harris, we all, we had a meet the beginning of March, like March 9th, 10th. I think and I was in the mountains. Okay. So I went to the mountains for like a week and I think it was that weekend. It was like the last and, weekend before the Holy shit show lockdown happened. Right. I think I got a, I think I got a message coming back and they're like either the next, that night or the next night they shut down the basketball. And I was like, I remember being like, joke. This is a joke. Right. Well, I was so pissed cause they shut down, shut down the Arnold to spectators. Remember like, you know, right. it was like, that was a big deal. Right. Cause I was talking to Steve about it. And then Kristen was going out, you know, Kristen was going out there and Steve's going out there and Mike was they, going, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the hell dude? Y'all even going to still be able to lift? I'm like, yeah, we're lifting, but there's no spectators. And I'm they, like, what the hell? And then, <laughs> and then, and, you know, and they, and I still, I still think they fumbled that. Like, yeah, it was a safety concern, obviously, but like, there are so many uh, people that have money tied up with that. Get the dog, please. Okay. That's cat. Come here, cat. This is here's cat. So if you hadn't oh, seen man. cat in a minute, I've not. I've seen some Instagram. Oh man. Hey cat. How you doing? <laughs> That's big red. <laughs> oh man. How old are you now? How old are you now, baby? 14. Yeah. 14. Yeah. It's a little Bro. ridiculous. I don't even, we, we don't, we, we stop. I don't want him. No, no. Take the dog. Take the dog. He needs to go. Go. Follow your sister. No, 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 no. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyway. She's like. We haven't measured, measured like we haven't looked at how tall she is now, but I'm pretty sure she's close to like five eight, one five maybe. Uh, she's as big as Carrie, dude. She's she's freaking like she's up, Carrie, dude. Carrie's five she's seven, one forty. She's shooting up. Look, she just she just she'll just come up behind Kim and grab her and pick her up. It's really nothing. She, nothing she can do. Nothing she can do. <laughs> She's got, you know, cause it's, she's got, she's got big strength. It's not like, it's not disciplined. It's not, right. but it really, it, if somebody outweighs you by 30%, it 
it's somewhat just, irrelevant. Yeah, you can't. You can't do a whole <laughs> well, lot of that. You could do. I mean, she just comes up behind her, goes, "Put me down." And then if your right feet now. don't touch the floor, so you know Kim's feet are doing this. <laughs> her little feet, her little feet are pedaling in the air. <laughs> There's really nothing she could do. She just got to fight dirty. Uh, um, so sorry, you said you had a meet. You had a meet right before. Uh, yeah, and we were talking about the Arnold stuff being kind of bobbled. You know, all those people having their booths, and then just money just. Oh, dude. Gone. I had a couple friends that, in the industry that just it's like, how do you plan for that? And then you you know you take out money to get those the shirts and the stuff and the yeah the inventory. I mean, you no, know, I could, dude, I can only imagine. I mean, because running event like of course it's on a smaller scale, but for years, almost ten years, ran events like you know eight years we ran events right. and four years like real service they ran events like right. ran like right, thirty two right, right. events and right. the holy cow man, you know between 2010 and 2018 that was like it was almost it was in the mid 30s and we we almost had to almost had to cancel a couple almost had to do a few things but it never came down to an like an all out holy crap right <clears throat> shit went bad hey sorry y'all here's you just had to refund everything right shit went bad the night before and we're canceling it <laughs> right like, it I didn't had go people, like I had that friends right. that- you know, I had friends driving up there, and they were like, "We're not competing." And I'm like, "What? What? Like, no! This <laughs> is an April Fool's Day." I, I really, I really thought it was fake. Um, yeah, so we had the meet for Carrie and them, and uh, I remember there was it was an Iron Mafia meet. They always attract large uh, yeah. crowds, so there was they do a hell of a job. Yeah, there was probably a hundred, hundred plus people there at this gym in South Carolina, uh, 50, 60 competitors, and you know we're all cracked in there like lifting good environment we're not thinking about anything and uh we're talking about you know on the ride home i'm thinking about carrie and matt's next cycle and how you know how to set them up and how to build off of it um i'm thinking about when i want to compete again me and gene are texting like hey we can go september we can go august who knows yeah you know um and so it's really thrown a wrench and train like building training cycles but for me personally it's given me a chance to get back to some of the stuff I enjoyed doing um, before we came over to you guys. And even then I'd jump into like the CrossFit classes or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, anything I could jump into to just kind of have fun with whoever was around. Um, and I really enjoy that stuff. So having a sled at the house, having a D ball at the house, having some fat bells at the house, mm-hmm. I started moving more. Um, and it's not even about the weight loss part of it. It's just like fun. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is fun. This is different. I'm moving in different <clears throat> planes. Um, my body's getting to like loosen up some and move better. Yeah. And that's been a, a lot of fun. Yeah. So, so, so if I like, if I couldn't, if I didn't see the video and all I saw was the post, <clears throat> like I would almost be, I would almost be like, I would quasi be convinced that you were doing CrossFit. It's a lot of <laughs> if all I saw was the workouts written, like you kind of writing them out, you know, I'm like, look at this dude, look right? This dude doing CrossFit right. out in his, in his yard with his it's, friends, it's, working out with people doing cardio right, and it's, shit. It's, uh, <laughs> I like to call it fat guy CrossFit, you know, like I, I posted something. It's funny. We had a guy stop by the house the other day. And uh, I had one of the fat bells out and he's like, Oh, that's the thing you've been swinging in those videos. Like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, can I pick it up? And I was like, Go for it. Sure. Goes pick it up and it's 70 pounds. It's 70 pounds in each one. And he's like, you were swinging these with both your hands. And I was like, yeah, man. Like, 
I'm 300 pounds. It's a, it's, <laughs> Those it's things are really cool. I think, I, you know, I, I, I like the concept of them because essentially they're a kettlebell that's closer, like a closer lever to your wrist. So it's, it's a right. different feel. It's gotta be kind of a different feel. Um, yeah. Kind of, a, I really enjoy it. There's some kettlebell like purists that don't like it as much. I could get that because it changes the dynamic of how the, like when you do one arm snatches, well, it's know, just a straight, a it's a straight movement with the fat bell. Right. Right. And it's just, it's just go. Um, and, I, but I really enjoy it. Uh, it's, taxing on the grip but not taxing in the same way that a kettlebell stacks on the grip if that makes sense well it makes it uh from what i can gather right and watching and and learning a little bit is that it gives you an opportunity especially if you have uh, uh i don't want to say this the wrong way uh, if you're stronger and if you're right. for example if you're a stronger bigger person that doesn't right. make i'm not saying y'all have like baby back bitch grips or anything, but it gives you an opportunity to not really so much focus on the technique and the grip, but actually the right. conditioning portion and the weight that actually is at the and end of the just, lever. And just moving it. You yeah, know, like, just, just go, I can do just a, move it, just go. I can, I can do a kettlebell snatch all day. These things cannot. So being right. able to do that. So it limits. It's, it's made, yeah. Yeah, but so, the fat belt does not. No, yeah. and I, and it's made me enjoy it more. Plus, I mean, if you do a, if you do a, heavy kettlebell snatch right you're gonna beat up your wrist i mean that just that even if you're just, even if you're good at it you're doing any kind of long cycle kettlebell snatches you're gonna yep. you're gonna get beat up a little bit and i mean we did <laughs> we did gonna happen. five we did five rounds of 10 each arm the other day with 70 pounds and if it was a 70 pound kettlebell yeah that would be 50 on the right 50 on the left and then you know we we benched the day before yeah so your wrists are just like your, right. your wrists are messed unless up, you're a kettlebell so. guy and, and you're right. doing kettlebell sport, long cycle kettlebell work, f- snatching is not phenomenal if you're going to be doing a lot of other stuff that's not kettlebells. Because if you're going to do anything else. It's just going to beat your forearms up pretty bad. Now, and, now, and, every, and, uh, and I don't know how many kettlebell purists are listening to this, probably zero to one. But uh, guess what? <laughs> it's going to happen. I know. Right. <laughs> There's been a lot of kettlebell certifications I've done. Kettlebells <laughs> six or seven years longer than I've done CrossFit. And, right. and guess what? It, it doesn't matter how good you are. It's going to beat you up a little bit. And if you're going to go heavy, it's going to beat you up more. And that doesn't mean it's not cool. Right. And sometimes, you know, that's like, well, that's kind of part of it. I get it. But if it's not your goal, don't beat yourself right. up if you don't have to. And then, and then you know, as, as we all learn with, as we get older and we all kind of know it, but as we get older, it's like, what's the minimum amount we can do to get better and then to do other things. So it's mm-hmm. just, like you said, it's cool if you're just doing kettlebell swings, but what if you want to do, bench the next day overhead press if you want to do push-ups or burpees the next day or in the same wad right or, you know like whatever you're doing and you're like is the trade-off worth it Probably yeah not. look yeah yeah i agree your technique has to be and here's the problem is most people don't have good enough technique to right. not beat themselves all the shit i i'm right. gonna chew my own horn here i probably do but it's not but everybody doesn't you know right. i know maybe five people who have right. excellent kettlebell form and and that and and you know. that excellent kettlebell form. Then you add in a D ball carry or a, a 
chest bar or something like that. Yeah. Those things, else. we all know how that works. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ooh, no. Well, so it's basically taking like the, the, the dumbbell. It's like, it's like you imagine a dumbbell, but give it the ergonomic properties of a kettlebell from a standpoint right. of being able to swing it between your legs without having to modify for the width and, and the right. So we actually, the other day when we were doing some of that work, we tried to go up to 85 pounds because I have some 80, I have dumbbells up to a hundred and we tried to go to 85 and like it it wasn't happening. Yeah. Like you might as you well could do, do dumbbell it, snatches. But, you might as well, you know, well, you might as well go to the ground and then come in. And right. Do it. Yeah. And then, and then at the top, they're like the old school of Banco ones. Right. So they're metal <laughs> and they're just this big. And you're like, nope, nope, nope. That's not happening. So, yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, so it looks like, like I said, you're getting out there. You, it seems like you're healthier. Um, Absolutely. Do you yeah. F- yeah. Um, do you feel like it's impacting, of course, you won't. We don't know when you're going to be able to actually test it, right? Compete again. Yeah. Right. But I the, mean, uh, I mean, how ready will consensus... you be to jump back into a right. cycle? I think, uh, so we just started, well, first off, get this out of the way. I think everybody knows the healthier you are on a base level, the better you are to compete longer, to maybe push it to unhealthy levels down the road. You can recover better from that. Um, the cardiovascular part, you're everybody, I mean, I think CrossFit really brought this to the forefront. But I think we've all kind of known it maybe for a while. If you pay attention, the more cardiovascular in shape, the better you're going to recover. And that's across all spectrums of things. You know, if you're lifting, Olympic lifting, whatever, if you can get in cardiovascular shape, even if it's from just walking, you're going to recover better from your lifts. And then you're going to be able to do more work. You're not going to get hurt as much. So it's really this time not having, not knowing when the competition is and be able to build a cycle where I can say, I'm going to get in really good shape. Not gonna worry about what's on the bar. Um, I'm hoping that it translates into a meet down the road. But we just started a 12 week cycle, and we're doing a lot of squats. Um, so volume squats on Monday, recovery squats on Wednesday, max effort squats on Friday. Um, almost like a Texas method, but with way more volume. We're doing 10, 15 sets <clears throat> on Monday with okay. time, like we did. 10 sets of five at 400 pounds on one day for with 30 second rest breaks. Yeah. What's like the percentage? What's the, what's the percentage ish 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 on that? Uh, I use 60%, um, on Monday and then it got a little weird because we didn't want to take a lot of plates off. And like, so one guy was squatting this and I was squatting that. And so we're like, let's find the in between where you only have to take (laughs) one plate off. (laughs) Right. So it might be 64 or 72. Right, 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 right. (laughs) And then I've got, we've got some, uh, 55 pound plates, kilo or pound plates. And so that threw it off. We got done and I was like, Oh man, we had 20 more pounds on the bar and we didn't realize it. So kind of cool. It sounds like Kim's bar math. Yeah, like, ooh, absolutely. I don't know how I couldn't hit that. Uh, it's because it's a seven pound PR, but uh, <laughs> and it's in kilos. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a plate salad, and we have no clue what's in it. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. I, <clears throat> what I, what I tend to do now is I just start loading shit, and I don't take whatever's on there off. It's like ascending bar. It's like my warm ups is going to be ascending bar. So if I'm feeling really good, I start with forty fives. If I'm feeling shitty, I start with tens, and then I might end up with tens, and then like, you just meh. All the tins. That's why I have lots of tins. Just stack them. I just keep loading them. Um, I'll take them off. Isaiah style. So, uh, so like on Monday, like this past Monday, we did 10 sets of five, 30 second rest break. Or really, the rest break was just take the plate off, put the other plate on, get your belt, go. Um, 
And then we did some hamstring work and some unilateral work. And then we went and did kettlebell swings for Tom, just yeah. kettlebell swing, kettlebell swing, kettlebell swing. And then Tuesday was all just bench and bro stuff. Um, and then afterwards we were supposed to do some conditioning, but we just, I, I just did push ups and bear walks and that was like mobility for my shoulders. And Wednesday was front squats, deadlifts. And then I walked afterwards, we yeah. did some back work. Today, believe it or not, we went and did, um, we went to J.H.'s Rose Field and uh, 100 yards run. down. Don't, don't say run, I'm not going to believe it. I posted on Instagram, 100 <laughs> yards down. Uh, I should have got a video, but it was, and when I say run, it was uh, the, the app said power walk. But, you know, whatever. What the hell, whatever. right? <laughs> You're right. Abs throwing shade on me. I'm like I'm 300 pounds. You run 100 yards. So we do 100 yards down, 50 yards across walk, and then 100 yards back, and we never stop. And we did that for 25 minutes. So we nice. did 20 rounds. Um, you have a bike at the house? I do have a bike at the house. Do you use a bike much? So we love biking through the neighborhood. And then our other, we had some friends come over and they're like, hey, let's bike. Let's get outside on Sunday. They have new bikes that have 21 gears. Oh, right, right. So you have one gear. I have two, maybe. <laughs> okay, there we go. Okay. But no, but at the end of the day, like, no, what I mean when I mean bike, because, I mean, you know, everyone can go out and ride, ride a bike. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like a crosser bike. A bike doesn't go nowhere. Like, you have a oh, bike that goes nowhere? Do you have a bike that not. goes nowhere or a rower that does not go on water? Or, uh, no, like, a, want, a runner that doesn't one. go places? I want to <laughs> get one. That's like... um. That's actually, it won't be able to go in the garage gym because I've packed the garage gym so full of stuff. Same pictures. Um, yeah. I'm like, oh, this goes here. Um, but I want to get one because, like you said, they were like, what, $700 now? Yeah, some, like, they're coming down, but you can't buy the damn thing unless you go know a guy named Craig and you get on or, his list. Or if, if, you find, uh, if you find Rob Darden. And he's probably got like five of them. He hasn't even been back in the U.S. for like five days. He's probably got like seven used Aerodyne bikes. He at least has three. At least. <laughs> at least you're right. Probably. Probably. So, all right. It's a given. They're going fast. Given. So, uh, so I'd like to get one of those. But we did that run today. And then tomorrow we have a, a 10 rep max. And then we'll do some back stuff and hamstring stuff. And then Saturday will be strongman conditioning, which is just heavy CrossFit. That's all it is. Right. So. I mean, we used to do that on Saturdays, which is super fun. That was like forever ago. I mean, always try to do a little something. I mean, I've got, I, I've, the great thing is I've got the yoke and the, you know, the axles, the house and the heavy, right. you know, the heavy, heavy, uh, soft stones. And so I love that stuff. Right. I still do quite a bit of that because, you know, now, you know, a ways in like the older I get it kind of sucks to say this, but like the, the harder it is to do things that I really used to love. They were cross super crossfitty. I don't do quite so much of that anymore. Right. Overhead squats, right. it, like, mm, nah, I'm good. Uh, you know, <laughs> squat snatches. I did it. Eh, I'm okay. <laughs> I did a. Uh, I've never sot pressed ever. I used to be ever. one of my favorites, dude. <laughs> do you remember so, the days when I'd make those dudes go in there in the afternoon on like the Cobra Crew and do sot presses? They'd be like, oh, for come on. <laughs> so I've never done one, and I was. Right before we started the cycle, I was like, I've let the COVID stuff kind of get in my head a little bit about like not being able to work. And I was like, just having a 
pity party, you know, like. So you chose Assad's press. That's a serious <laughs> like, pity party move. <laughs> so, well, you know what, you know what happens is like, I'm like, you know, what will make me get out of this. I'm going to go do something that really sucks. <laughs> well, you picked a good movement. <laughs> so I ended up working up to an ugly 185. Never done it before. <laughs> ugly 185. I stood it up to, so I'm standing up. My shoulder. <laughs> Dude, it's it's rough. It's, it's been janky since. <laughs> yes, like, it's bad. It's, like, <laughs> I know as I pressed it, my shoulder was like, bro, I'm going to blow out on you right yeah. now so you can never do this again. Yeah, I'll, teach, <laughs> I'll show you, stupid ass. <laughs> right. You'll never, you'll never get so bored or feel so bad that yes. you go do this stupid shit again. <laughs> yes. The only reason I think ultimately that I used to program them, other than I wanted to really focus on, you know, uh, mobility in that position and strength in that position right. and right. really trying to put the bar where it needed to be. And then it was only a specific kind of as a, as more of a warm up for when we were going to, we were going to do full snatches. Well, nobody over at squats, things like that. Right. Nobody's nobody gonna goes competition. Well, right. except me, because I knew that I'd been doing it in my garage for like two years. Ninja. So I'd throw one in there every like two weeks knowing that I, at the time, I could almost size press as much as I could strict press, which I think was like 155 or 160, which is weak yeah, as that's... shit. But like, I'm like, at the time, because my shoulder was so janked up, but the funny thing was, I could size press the same amount. So I was like, eh. yeah. And, and they'd be like, 125. I'm like, throw another, throw another 25 on. <laughs> like, Let's what? Keep Let's keep pushing <laughs> this it. This is ridiculous. Yeah. And so, you know, as, it, as we, as you do get older, you know, even... I look at some of the stuff I used to do training wise. I'm like, what was I thinking? That was stupid. And if I hadn't have done that, I made like my knee gets janky right now from like sleeping weird. Oh yeah. Like not a heavy, not a heavy squat cycle. My knees will just like get caught. And I'm like, Oh, for the next three days, I'm going to limp yes. for no reason. For oh, yeah. no reason. I, I reached over. Cause I, uh, I reached over cause my, uh, sent my phone for the wrong, you know, AM, PM. I reached over and swung my arm real fast. And I'm like, yep, I'm going to pay for that for a week. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, do other I people my feel labia. this way? Do other people feel to this other way? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was talking to Steve and Isaiah the other day. And, uh, and we were all sitting there just commiserating. And he was like, and uh, it's like, I said, you know, well, some things are kind of getting better, and so other things are getting worse. So I'm really not training them. <laughs> and I think Steve, think of, think of Steve. It was like, tell me what's getting better. Give me hope. <laughs> right. Tell me, tell me what's getting better. Something, anything. I can walk faster. Right. He was like, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. I can. I don't. I only limp sometimes. Yes, I only limp on Tuesdays. Like it's uh, and it's God, it's. It's scary because we're not even old, right? And then I'm like, does uh, but then I see other people around my around the area, and I'm like, you're 33 and you look 50, <laughs> and you're not doing this stuff. So okay, I'm look. It's I'm gonna fun. look. It's gonna happen at some point. And I can't remember who it was that said it, but I, I you know, and, and we have talked about this a, a couple of times on the podcast. Is you know, if you've got a chance to go do it, and it means something to you. Make it happen. Go do it. Uh, because, you know, you can walk out in front of a bus tomorrow accidentally. Well, not anytime soon. You can walk out in front of a one dude on a bike and, and 
you know, break your ankle, you know, but you could die tomorrow. And, right. and you're going to look back. I don't look back on a lot of the stuff that I did that I really, really enjoyed. And I don't regret it. I regret some of the training yeah. decisions that I made that were driven by <clears throat> emotion and not reason. Right. Right. I, yeah. I look back on that and go, could have done that better. Wish, uh, wish I hadn't done that. <laughs> wish I hadn't um, done that. But the, the, but the goal and the, the actual, the, the thing itself, the journey itself, I wouldn't change that part of it. And I would still do that. Absolutely. And, I don't, I don't regret that at all. And with, on, and with that said, it's like, uh, I still, I was, somebody stopped by the house and we were chatting and, um, they were asking about when I squatted 84 and I explained, I was telling, I was telling them about it and I'll still get goosebumps and I'll never like, I can, I'm not, so I found, you know, the side note, you know, the internal monologue thing. Yeah. I, so I thought it was weird that people don't have internal monologue. Well, it turns out I can't picture anything in my head. <laughs> I have an internal you monologue. You don't have a visual. <laughs> you can be like, you I don't, baby. Go ahead. You can, you can, you can be like picture a uh, candy apple, and I'm like, I know what an apple is. I know everything about <laughs> show apple. Show me apple. <laughs> My Siri. brain's like <laughs> Siri. Nothing. Show me an apple. <laughs> nothing. So, with that said, I can still to this day uh, bring back when I got underneath the bar and looked up and like we're in punch fit, we're down the aisle, or like I'm looking out. You know, a lot of friends and family had showed up. A lot of gym from people from Tier One. Just the whole community kind of came out and supported, which was really cool. Um, I can still remember the song was playing. I can still remember Neil hitting me on my lats as I'm getting up there talking to me. Remember all of it. I can visualize all of it, and I'll never regret that. Yeah, like anything that comes from that, like worth it. Absolutely worth it. Oh, there's certain moments that you'll you'll never forget. I mean, and and I. You know, I, I, re, I hate it for people that don't have some super, you know, some exciting moments that they've shared, you know, with the community with, or just for, just for with themselves that have moments like that and look back and go that, that was special for the, a lot of reasons. And, right. uh, you know, I can think of a handful of things, you know, looking back on my life and it's not many, you know, right. it's only a handful of things that, that are perfect memories. There are things that right. you were so keyed into at the moment that were indelible, that right. uh, you'll never forget them, and you'll be able to relate those to anyone. I'll be sitting. Well, I've always, always told Kim. I said you probably got like another twenty-two. I probably got another twenty-two years, maybe tops. So that's like on the outside. That's barring something, something like <laughs> abnormal happening between now and then. But I'm probably right. completely worn out by that point. So right. I'll be, you know, I'll be standing there just the day before I die, be able to be able to relate any of those, you know, three, right. four, five moments. I mean, and, and, and you're, you're exactly right. And there's some people, like you said, that will never have that. Yeah, and I hate that. And, and yeah, and it, you know, strength sports, uh, powerlifting, strongman, CrossFit, um, Olympic lifting, bodybuilding, those sports give outlets for norm, like normal people. <laughs> yep, I know, you know what you're, that, I know what you're saying. Yep, normal people can have those moments mm-hmm. and like they can create them. And you know what? It doesn't. It, it doesn't have to be under pounds. It doesn't have to be walked down across the regional floor. It could just mm-hmm. be a defining moment where you're like, I finished this goal that I set out on, mm-hmm. and I conquered it, and nobody can take that from me. And I have a snapshot in my head of that. Yep. And that to me is like you said, nobody can take that from you, and you can't replace it with anything else. Yeah. It may be only a, a single meet that somebody does in their entire life. It may be, 
you know, right. it, you know, it, maybe that, that that was what they wanted to do. I wanted to do this all. I've always wanted to do this. I'm going to do it. And, you know, and right. that's, you know, like I said, I've only ever done one powerlifting meet, one, you know, sanctioned powerlifting meet. And, but, right. but I remember that. I remember that day. Yeah. Very, very vividly. It I'm, was, it was really exciting. I mean, you were there. Thor was there. Yeah. Kim was there. It, you know, it was a good week. I remember Neil the whole weekend. Was there. It was a good weekend. Yeah. We had a great time. I mean, it was, it was an amazing, it was just an amazing weekend. Super fun. The experience was great. I discovered that it was, it was cool, but it was probably something if, if I was going to be better or, or, or high, high functioning above average at it, I would have to put so much effort towards like, Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, maybe this isn't for me. <laughs> maybe I better go another direction. <laughs> but I discovered that. Yeah, the um, meat and like figuring out that maybe it was a lot of fun, but maybe maybe oh, yeah. it's time to progress to different areas. Yeah, you know, I mean, that was the year that um, that was the year we missed. I think that was the year we missed regionals as a team again by like three points. Like we missed it by one point in 2011. We missed it by like three points in 2012. Right. And I was like, fuck it. And I said, right. I'm going to do, I think I did a, like I did a powerlifting meet that year. I did my first Thailand games that year. Right. Uh, well, the first one that I did, you know, not, not, not stuff to be at the river, but the first real one, I'm like, went, I'm like, Thor, right. I'm going to do a Highland games. I was like, okay. And, right. uh, and that was a ball. And I did several of those afterwards, which I, su- I still enjoy, which I actually may start doing again in the masters, which, cause I just, those are super fun. I mean, but yeah, anything Thor's still, Thor's still floating around throwing things. <laughs> just <laughs> we just doing Thor things. He's yeah. he's got a camper that he's completely rebuilt and it actually looks really nice. Oh no, it's the, the like, same camper? No. Oh, okay. No. He, okay. I think he burned Did that he one and sold it. <laughs> I was wondering, I'm like, I always wanted to know what happened. I always wanted to know what happened to that camper. Uh but I kind of don't. Also, Bro, I, kick that thing. I, I kick that thing like every time I won't buy it. <laughs> that thing's in the river, dude. <laughs> that thing's With in the, the river. Guy that was in it. Yeah, that thing's in the river. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta get. I actually so gotta get Thor. I gotta talk to him. I haven't talked to him in forever. So he's got a he's got a legit one that he uh, purchased and then is refurbished, and that and inside of it looks really nice. Um, I think he's taking it for a spin sometime soon. Nice. Uh, like going to see how it like actually does staying out somewhere at like yeah. a camper site or whatever. Um, he sent me, a, he actually sent me a picture right before I got on and he's just going around throwing things and refurbishing campers and just <laughs> literally still the same Thor. Just that's outstanding. Yeah. I of mean, course, I'm of like, course I'm, he is. Why wouldn't he be? I mean, you know, it's like he's dude, that makes so much sense. Um, because he used to drive around in that, uh, what the hell was that wagon? Yeah, uh, you know he would have still been driving around if a tree hadn't fell through it. Oh no! What the hell was it? Was it a Subaru? No, it wasn't a Subaru. It was like a was it a hot uh, it was wagon a, or it something? It was an indestructible tank that would still drive. He said it would still drive, but the 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 roof was crunched in. Because <laughs> he used to drive that thing, sleep in it, throw throw. Drive back. Come back, go to work. Or like he'd go to work the night before, drive there, sleep for like two hours, <laughs> compete all day, come back and work. Let's <laughs> say we I wonder if the guys he competes against, I think they have to know, but I'm like, do you realize if like he would just Dude, you drive down two days before, relax? Yeah. If he slept it, like mm, more than six hours, he'd probably just destroy you, dudes. He would probably didn't, just didn't, crush didn't you. work for didn't work an eight hour shift on his on his feet. Yes. Dealing with drunk people all night, and then drive to Florida and throw and drive back for his next shift. Like, <laughs> yes, I was like, like I, pl- I placed third or second, and I'm like, 
and you drove to South Carolina. I'm like, how? Like, yeah. I'm like, how, dude? I mean, on like 17 minutes of sleep in the back of a Honda wagon or whatever the hell it was. Hot. I, yeah. No, I American, like, no just... clue. Remember that time we went to the beach and he slept uh, in the sand dunes? Like he just, he like either couldn't hours. find the tent, like slept, just slept in the dunes. Covered. <laughs> and the water there was ice cold. Oh my God. We, I was telling somebody about that the Good other times. day. Actually, when we were riding bikes and my bike, they got new bikes and they're literally just pedaling as easy as they can. And I'm like, you know what? This feels like when I try to ride a bike in the overcoat with the gym family. And it took us 13 hours to ride 10 miles because the wind was blowing. The our wind face. was blowing like 40 knots. Hey, let's go into and town. It, <laughs> nah. And literally, I, I remember wanting to just break my bike in half. I wanted to, I, there was, I wanted to. Oh man, didn't, I was uh, so mad. Didn't uh, D Ward come and pick everybody up in the truck? Like, didn't he come? So. <laughs> I think like I think it took us so long that he was able to ride back. He rode back, truck. got his truck, came back, picked everybody up, threw all the bikes in the back of the truck, and then drove back. Oh like, my god, god, so, that was forever ago. That was like nine, eight or nine years ago. Yeah, it was like right after we we hadn't even left the new, the old, the that was like two thousand eleven. So or 12. I was 11 or 12, dude. Eight or nine years ago. It's a little hard to believe. We actually, that remember, is. we actually had to chain the doors because we didn't want anybody, <laughs> like, going in. It's like, all right, look, we're leaving for three days. We're closing the gym for three days. You can't come to the gym. And everybody was freaking out. Every, everybody was like, you know what? I got this key. Hmm. Y'all can close the gym if you want. Yeah. We're going to still go. We're still going. I was like, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's well, chains. <laughs> there's there's only one way everybody at the gym is going to get a vacation, and this is how it's going to be then, done. Otherwise, is, nobody gets it. That's right. This is how it's going to happen. So we're pulling the plug on the phone, and we're chaining the doors from the inside. <laughs> just, just breathe. That's right. Just it's going to be okay. Go on a walk, as Neil would say. Go run a five k. Right. <laughs> You'll be all right. So oh, so how so we're we're getting through this, right? We're getting through the COVID, the the we're getting through the. Uh, the, the COVID situation we're getting through it. Yeah. We're getting through the uh, Pitt County, Pitt County and North, greater North Carolina hostage situation. Uh, and you know, I've talked to, I talked to Mike, I've talked to Steve and, and some other folks about kind of how things are going out there in the community. But I mean, how this is kind of the dangerous time. I, I feel like right. is we're coming up on the end of the end of stay at home tomorrow as of like recording this, right? Like stay at right. home kind of ends, right? Stay at home kind of ends right, tomorrow. Right. Phase one, right? So right. this is the dangerous time. This is when everybody's got to figure out really what do they what do they want to do, and they've been cooped up for months. So I think we'll you know, there's a lot of people that it seems like there's a lot of not a lot of people that have a centered way of looking at this. It's either mm-hmm. hey, this is dangerous. We need to you know the, the I think the smart way would be hey, this is dangerous. Let's take a measured approach to everything. Let's right. take precautions to protect everybody else and myself. And let's just move forward slowly. Sure. But that's either not it. It's like you got batting down the doors and don't leave your house for three more months. Right. Or go make out with somebody at the bar tomorrow night. Like there's no, there's There's no, yeah, there's no middle ground. And, but that's, that's that's the scary, but that's now I can't speak for everywhere, but that's Greenville. Greenville is no middle ground, right? Right. Never been any middle ground to Greenville. It's either it's your wide ass open. Right, where you're or shut not, down. Where you're shut down. And so how, I mean, how is that, 
how does that affect folks going back to big to like to big box gyms and small format gyms or you know where they've adapted for the last couple of months right so i've been kind of an adaptee by choice for two years now almost going on two years and so but i have a also kind of an inbuilt community of little like of you know connectees right that that i've Right. kind of work out with in the garage gym format. Right. 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 But that's, that was my choice a long time ago. So, right. and I miss the other stuff a lot, but time, right. life, you, the way things kind of move forward, right. It's kind of pro- was prohibitive. I was traveling a lot, you know, doing a lot of shit in hotels anyway, uh, or on the road. And, but now people who have, who didn't have that choice, it was forced on them. Now they've had to kind of make a choice to either say, okay, I'm just going to wait it out and I'm going to do the whatever I can do until everything starts back right. or I'm going to start accumulating things and I'm going to change my outlook. How's that right. going to change it when people come back to places like Punch Fit, Orange Theory, Tier 1, other CrossFit gyms, right. freaking Fitness Connection? So I you, think, For you as a right. you know as a coach and a trainer, how's that, how's that work out? I think, out? Uh, you know, I don't want to make any, you don't want to make any like, definite statements because then somebody will be like gotcha you said this <laughs> right right like, <laughs> that's but, the one thing um, about this format is you can never say you didn't say that shit <laughs> it's, it's out like, there uh, it's out there someone's got a video of it but to me it's been super liberating because you know i've always kind of been a proponent for that of face-to-face conversations with people anyway and you know that it, it takes a lot of it, it we've had hard conversations we've had yeah, hard conversations yeah, before yeah. you know as as everybody grows up together when you kind of grow up together in an environment, it takes honesty. And right. it, so it wasn't, you know, I don't think that's been a hard, it's been a hard thing for me, but it's, it's something that I like because everybody's like, well, you said this. I'm like, eh, no, I know what I said. Right. And you can go listen to it if you want to. Right. Right. <laughs> so, um, for us, so I actually, um, Neil was taking at punch fit, taking a lot of precautions. Like punch fit was probably the cleanest gym in Greenville before they shut it down. Um, right. Every, the trainers were taking it seriously. Um, Neil was going around cleaning like after every class doing what he can just to keep his members safe because he cares. I mean, as we all do, we care about our communities regardless. Nice. Absolutely. Um, but I have, Carrie has asthma. And at first we didn't know how asthma was going to relate to it. I've got a few clients with autoimmune disease and they were supposedly at high risk. Um, and yeah, always, so always, having, right? I mean, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Not <clears throat> this time. You know, I'm one that actually just got over the flu. Like I got the flu and then turned around and this hit. And it's like, <laughs> so she was, she, she actually messaged me. She's like, Hey, I either need to come to your house and work out one-on-one with you, with you staying away from me. Right. Or I can't train anymore until this is over. And there's not really an over to this anytime soon, right? Right. So I started looking, and um, one thing I've been able to do is uh, if we had a doctor named Gilbert, um, if, if was kind of, re- yeah, if we did, um, I kind of lean on him for guidance. And I'm like, you know, I want to keep everybody safe. So before anything shut down, I moved everybody to the home gym that mm-hmm. wanted to go. I said, look, if you want to go to, if you want to go to Punch Fit, I'll give you a workout, and Neil's open. Just please be safe. Understand that, like, for everybody's health, you probably won't come to my house. Right. If you're mingling with a lot of people, and that's <clears throat> right. That was directed to me. Yep. Um, luckily, I think everybody kind of had the same feelings. You know, I, I got to work one day, and my first 5 a.m. group was like, "We're not. We don't feel safe going out around a lot of people." And I think everybody started feeling that way. Right. So we sh- we moved out of uh, you know the big gym setting about a 
week before we were supposed to, I guess, supposed yeah. to. Right. And then um, that Sunday, Ilbert um, said, <laughs> he messaged me and then somebody that works in local government messaged me and said, they're going to be shutting it down Wednesday. Yeah. And you're not going to have a choice. Right. And I was like, all right. So I sent, you know, I'm, I put the message out. I had some people not happy, but they understood, you know. Um, and that was kind of a shock. There was a big shock factor there. Right. Um, and we figured out ways around it. Like you said, people, I had a couple of people already have some home gym, home gym equipment. I've got a woman that works in the, in DC in the government and she's, um, she's got a little home gym that she's kind of made do with they were and the local gyms around are closed down they're probably not opening back up so it's been she's kind of found a way now that will probably be her way for right the sure. foreseeable future sure which, um, is, which is you know we didn't know that coming right going into it right but we're knowing more right. now right um the globo I, like i said i don't want to make any definite statements but i don't see how the globo gyms survive if there's some type of cap on people working out you know like right. i think I think it's good for the CrossFit gyms, the home gyms, the or the not the home gyms, but the garage gyms that operate as like a community gym. Right. You know? No, I get it. Um, the old school, I think, like we did old school, like like the old school garage gym started out in the two thousands in the early twenty right. tens. You know, the old East Carolina barbell would be good right now. <clears throat> right. Right. Um, even Neil, I think, is going to be and Punch Fit is going to be pretty good because he ha he can control the doors by with a, a lock key like a lock code, mm -hmm. and he can you know limit how many come in and out. Um, and with, it's going to be schedule I think classes right too. I mean, so right. he can say however many classes I want to have and how many people I want to have in the classes, and then yep. you can sign up or you know. And, yep. And, and that, I think I incentivize attendance at the end of the day. Right. And I think it, you're going to get maybe some higher attendance, like you said, and then. Um, that allowed, you know, my idea going forward was I talked to PJ Conley and I said, you know, look, there's no reason for punch fit not to say from eight to nine, we're going to have eight people. I'm going to, you know, Neil will train them. And from 9am to 10 to 9am to 910 or 920, however long it takes, he's going to go around, clean the gym, spray, whatever, mm -hmm. let everything settle. And then we'll have the next class right. and we'll have 10 people. There's right. no reason for that not to work. I 100% agree, and that's kind of, I think, the thinking. I, I was talking to Steve and Mike <clears throat> last week and earlier this week, uh, and then, you know, they're thinking things aren't going to be the same when they go back. We're going to have to adjust for this. We're going to have to either tape off spaces. We have to understand how much, right. how many people are going to be in what square footage. If we're going to have 10 people in a class and I need 10 and I'm going to have right. rowing in a workout, for example, just to throw it out there, right. I need 10 rowers if I know. So there's going to be maybe adjustments for equipment. There's going to be adjustments for what we can right. do, whereas we could share before. So things are going to evolve, right? But it won't be that right. way forever either. And, yep. you know, so what we're learning from it and, and, you know, I think we're going to take some good things from it too and how we connect with people, how we connect with the clients, how they, how they um, are able to follow your lead, even when you're not right there and, in, in, you know, in front of them. So they've learned mm -hmm. too. Right. And so one of the things that, you know, um, I think I've really kind of took, I've taken it very seriously going from the very beginning that when I train somebody, I put a lot of install in at the beginning mm -hmm. and you know, like 
Neil used to crack up all the time. He'd tell Steve Hill, he'd be like, you know what, if you want if you want Skyler to load your weights for him, pay him more. Uh, <laughs> you know, like that's not what you're working with Skyler for. And, you know, there's some truth to that in the fact that I want all my clients to be able to walk into a gym, whether it be your garage gym, whether it be their home gym or a Globo gym, and they can walk in and go, this is my workout. Okay, I'm going to grab this. This is the correct bar. I'm going to grab the correct bar. I'm going to load it. I'm going to properly warm up. I'm going to lift. And then you know what? I'll check in with Skylar as I go, mm-hmm. and then I'll go. I'll move on. Um, because otherwise, I think you're doing a disservice to your client because if you're a good coach, you're not going to leave. No, something could happen. You know, sure. financial issues. They could find another coach they kind of like better that meets their goals better. There's things, but like if you're good, they're not going to leave. Um, and so, we're, you know, I think some coaches hamstring people by like, oh, well, we don't want them to be able to do this. But going forward, this may be the only way forward. Right. And so all my clients can go to a gym, you know, if they have to go to a gym that only allows three people in at a time and I can't train them, they can still go and get a workout in because they know what they're doing. Right. And I think that may, like you said, that's a positive thing for maybe some other coaches and clients. Yeah. If, if you're worried about them becoming good enough at it to work out without you, <clears throat> then, you know, maybe you're worrying about the wrong thing. Right. Right. Absolutely. Uh, because you're not giving them the opportunity, you're not giving them the, the skills and the tools that you would, you would, you want, you should equip them with. Right. right. <clears throat> because you ultimately are going to have a coach too, that you're going to be hopefully right. continually taking educational learning from as well. So you'll be getting better right. and better. So you'll be able to kind of continue that coaching cascade down to your clients. And I think that's right. And I've something ultimately it's got to happen. Right. And I've, you know, um, I've had the same coach for lifting forever. I've never had another coach besides Corey Hayes, um, little plug case training systems. I've never had another coach besides him. And uh, we have a really good relationship and I've learned more from them in the years I've done it than anything I've read or anything I've done. Um, and so, and I passed that down mm-hmm. and then we've got to a point in our relationship where we bounce ideas off each other and we still learn that way, you know? So, why would I try to stop that information line and yeah. not try to spread it out to my clients? Yeah. You know, <clears throat> absolutely. So, you know, we're coming kind of, I, I got a couple like rapid fire questions at the end. Yeah. So yeah. that I kind of, and these are a little less serious, but a little more serious, maybe a little okay. more controversial. So, okay. pr- you know, in years past, we've talked about the, the kind of the, the, the differences in the, in the communities and the different, strengthens fitness sports right which which community you think has weathered this uh excuse me and weathered this disaster uh pandemic lock in the best and which do you think it's has has weathered it the worst no in-betweens no scales of all of them and i know we've got we've got several in our minds right now who's coming out on the top right number one and who's coming out like like number zero so zero is olympic lifting <laughs> i don't have to think about that one they're coming out the worst on the end of this the living lift really yeah. that's not where yeah. i would have gone okay cool all right no i know i, I get you i feel it <laughs> like look man if i don't have my leco bumpers or my leco oh, come my on, Lico dude, but, they're, but they're posting videos everywhere of them like in the cul-de-sac like on the back porch like lift the next to like like with the dog and, you know, or, or I mean, hey, but they got videos. <laughs> no, as a whole, nah, man, nah. Um, 
I would opt the smart choice who I think would be CrossFit because you can just get so many levels of fitness out. Um, I think top level CrossFitters are probably hurting because mm-hmm. it's like to keep their fitness up. They're doing so much work. You know, you're like, Jesus Christ, I've got to get three wads of mobility wad. I've got <laughs> right. to eat 17 times. Right. I've got to sleep 30 hours somewhere in there. And I, <laughs> I have a, I have a, I have a kettlebell and a bike. <laughs> right. Right. So, so I'm going to go, <clears throat> I'll give you my, I'll give you my, and I think you're going to be surprised. So I think that coming out worst is absolutely 100% going to be bodybuilders. And I'll tell you why, because, <laughs> because n- un- unless you're look, unless you are, <sighs> dude, and it's not even like the elite bodybuilders, unless you're, you're just absolutely just freaking swimming right. in cash heavy, right. Who have this massive right. ass, home gym with this with all the shit you need right. or you're completely hooked up with some dudes who do which i'm sure they're like breaking quarantine all hell all, all the hell right they gotta so be because they're either the, they're so, either the worst offenders or they're or they're super pissed because right. they got like you know two dumbbells at home and like 27 shaker bottles right and that's it right so it's funny you bring that up <laughs> if you want to look at some actually educational stuff from that uh rp dr mike mm-hmm. yeah him and Charlie Jung have been working out from home with like 200 pounds of weight <laughs> and are getting like jacked. <laughs> they get yoked? Are you saying, well, who could yeah. if anybody could? Yeah, but dude. That's two, that's like two uh, specialized let's, creatures. Yeah. Like, let's sit here. Yeah. Th- but they've probably like, I don't even want to look at the kind of crap that they had to do to, to make it actually happen. I, I, it's sketchy. <laughs> yeah. It's sketchy. Like, look, it's got to look. Standing- I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I'm not saying I doubt it because. I believe it, but the average, I bet you the, the average Joe, like weekend warrior asshole bodybuilder who has like mad money, but it just goes to the gym to talk, but has a home gym that's tricked out with, with no dust on it because like, he doesn't actually, because the cleaning person goes in there and cleans, cleans it all the time. Cause he wants to take pictures for Instagram. That dude is probably yoked out of his damn mind right now because they didn't have anything to do. He's actually using his home gym or he's making money. Or he's making mad loot, renting that out to the dude next door who's, yeah. Who's got a, yeah, with no. To the crossfitter that's like, I've got to work out. Yeah. But see, and also, the, the problem is then the bodybuilders went to get, get any kind of weight, buy anything at the house, and all the asshole crossfitters bought all the equipment. Equipment, yeah. Off, offline, quickly. I didn't, you know, I didn't even. They bought it a, all, dude, because that was me. Because I went to try jab. to do it. I went to try to do it to buy something, because I had most of what I needed. But I like I wanted an erg bike real bad. And Kim was like, all right, you know what? We might maybe we get one because you know how long right. are we gonna be here. I was like, <laughs> sold out too late. Should have done it in September. Right. We had a. Um, it's funny you said that. I tried to buy a deadlift platform, not like a thick one, not like anything like that. Like the steel ring that attaches bands over it that you just insert. Rubber. You even it is buy- sold out. <laughs> I'm like. Some poor fucker bought this and it doesn't do anything. Right. Like he's like, right. This, I, Dude, I couldn't even. Can with stall mats. I'd like, I needed 50 pound dumbbells literally. And my life would be complete. Literally. I would never have to live. I would have to leave. Quarantine would, could just, I could just start shooting deer in my backyard and I'd be cool. But nope. <laughs> Nowhere. You can't get anything. Can't get shit. So I didn't think, nothing. I didn't think about, I didn't think about the body, the general bodybuilders. And I really don't usually think of them as a sport. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah no, they're hoes dude they're done they're they're super pieced or, or like the, or just you know what who's pissed is the people who go in and do like a bodybuilding workout but and that's right. their workout but they're not bodybuilding 
Right. Actually, they're probably right. the worst off. They're probably like, they're oh screwed. my god. You know, what? the funny thing is, it's like, you look, you want a mad, you want a mad quad pump, lunge until you can't lunge anymore. Oh, dude, take a take a minute rest break and lunge back. Yes. So my dumbass did uh did uh did a half a mile of lunges one day, and I was like, I'm just gonna lunge. I was my shoulder was kind of feeling wonky. Oh, uh, not good, not good. Sitting wasn't good either. I'm gonna tell you right now, not good. But I'll tell you who's look. winning. <laughs> runners <laughs> oh <laughs> that's his winning. they're over there they're, they're over winning there like they're like they're like huh bet, oh. you, bet you guys wish you ran now wish like, you guys had some of them clown shoes right yep right. so i got some of those and i tried it guess what running doesn't work for me anymore no. i tried uh, i signed I, up for a race you know what they did canceled it i tried to go buy we tried to go buy bikes today like nice bikes from chris davenport yeah and he's like um everybody's buying bikes good luck i'll try to get you one <laughs> i'll try to get you one look he's the dude to go to man if you want to if you want a bike like dude yeah, except for every other asshole in people's also Unless, it's all, but they also know <laughs> yeah hey man dude he he i was worried there for a minute because i didn't know he was gonna be able to stay open and i asked my neighbor right. my french neighbor who they've been here for a year in france and i'd even tell him i he was gonna ask for me well, hey where should i go get a bike someone do a triathlon I didn't even tell him I was literally five minutes away from recommending that he go see Chris and get his bike there. And he comes, somebody told me to get a bike from uh, Greenville Bicycle. I was like, that's the dude I was going to tell. The that's hell perfect, did you? Right? You're right. from France. How right. did word of how mouth you reach know? you? How did you know? So, yeah, man. I, but so he's apparently doing great. So, I mean, it's it's Killing it. it's working out. You know, it's working out well for some, but not for others. Um, right. Last thing. Because uh, we did go a little long. Holy crap. Of course we did. I, I, I knew that was going to happen now. Uh, right. So is on the other side of this, you know, what, you know, I don't know, man. Where do you see, you know, 10 years from now, are you training? Are you training for health? Are you training more clients? Are you focused more on that? When do you stop competing? Like, so, or, you know, when does that, when does that horizon hit for you where, competition doesn't doesn't even necessarily become just it's not um it's not a component of adding into the training for your clients even it stops being a, a goal for you and it just becomes more maybe about uh about it conceptually about learning more about the science of right. of lifting the science of strength um so i've got it's funny i've kind of already got this charted out a little bit in my head i don't think i'll ever I don't think I'll ever be able to leave the sport of powerlifting um, in a sense of like, I'll get away from, I think about it. I'm like, you know what? Like I'd like to get a CrossFitter in here and train them now, you know, like or a strong man or something like that. And then like, I'll see somebody squatting and I'll start talking to them. And I'm like, fuck, I love teaching this, you know? Um, but with that said, I've got, um, I've really got to hit 2000 pound total. Um, and if, if I didn't have these bitch mitts, it probably would have already happened. <laughs> um, so we're going to figure that out and the hamstrings coming back along. So like, um, my squat and bench are right kind of where I need it to be. It's just getting the deadlift up. Once I hit 2000, I'm sure that there'll be some white will or something that I like see that I'm like, you know, we could push it a little bit more, but like 2000, that's a, it used to be like a, it used to be like a really hard marker. And now like the sport's grown so much with all the amazing athletes, like yeah. 
people are i think women are hitting 2000 now probably i don't know like it seems like it gotta, like, be, <laughs> gotta be close if they haven't i mean uh right. You're, you're right i mean it's it's interesting how quickly in the last really last decade all we're in the platinum me sports, and thor think we're in the platinum age of strength sports. strength sports dude I, I would not doubt it because uh strength sports and i don't know <clears throat> now the naysayers and the and the assholes and the hater trolls are going to say, well, yeah, because performance enhancing drugs are better than they've ever been and nutrition is right. better than never been. You know, okay, guess what? It, it that I think maybe that's a very very teeny 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 tiny component because you know if anybody's seen Icarus or anything like that or anything, yeah. you got to say, guess what? <clears throat> it's been there. Guess what? Been there. And guess what? It takes. This much work, it's a giant here. For those of you who can't see through the freaking airways, I'm making a giant ass like scale with my hands and they're right. super far apart. It takes this much work to do it. And you know what? You may or may not get an appreciable gain based on how much work you put in. And, uh, and, does, it, and does it matter? Really... Maybe a little bit, but it only matters for the people who where it matters. If that right. makes any fucking sense. Look, I know so a lot of not the people denominator. are on a lot of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like, yeah. well, it, yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it sucks. <laughs> like, but people want to see, here's the thing, you know, just like anything else, just like baseball or basketball or football or freaking CrossFit or right. powerlifting or strongman. I don't care if people want to see, yeah, uh, right. But why, why'd you go for Dan? Care. Why'd you go for Dan? <laughs> I, first name that popped off. I don't care if Dan Bailey walks out and there's like <laughs> testosterone sipping oil running out his leg and he's, overhead squatting 350 pounds i'm like bro i can't do that that's awesome i don't care i want to see i want to see monsters i want to see monsters do monster what monsters do man i want to see another monster jump out of a tree and kill and eat another monster i it's that's what people want to see and here you know i think if we can get past the fact that you know people out there training hard doing amazing things and the science is so much further advanced now the way and the way we train is is smarter uh, the right. coaches that we have are better. The body of knowledge that we have has evolved. Nobody's invented anything brand spanking new, right? But we've how we right. deliver it is evolved, and how we encapsulate right. it has evolved, right? I um, think we're smarter about our approach, also. Yeah, which I absolutely. Think that's I don't think people realize how much that helps when you have you have somebody that does this. You know, mm-hmm. they start here and they go, "We're going to do this," yeah. and then after a year, they're broken down. They can't compete anymore, as opposed to doing this and like. You get a delayed payoff, but you've got so many more years of layers and base, and your pyramid is so much wider. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the point, and you're like, "It took me a few more years, but now I'm better than pretty much everybody." Well, if people and, are people still competing into <clears throat> what is you know are there people competing later now? Right. Much much later. I mean, uh, you know, strongman is a pretty is a pretty big indicator of that. You look at guys like now legends, guys, legends like right. Zadrunas, right? Right. Who is still still pushing it kind of. Chris Duffin just squats. old as fuck. Zadrunas is like, what, 43? What the hell is right. he? Like, he's got to be 45? He may be older than that. Chris Duffin just squatted 1,000 for two or three, and he's in his 40s. That's freaking insanity. I mean, it's, come on, dude. He deadlifted 1,000 for two like a year or two ago. Like, he 
he squatted 800 pounds every day for like 30 days or something for to, to raise money for like the homeless people in Oregon. That's a you, normal people don't do that. <laughs> no, dude. not at 40. <laughs> no, dude. That's <laughs> it's 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 amazing. But is it also you know so that's the, that's the case. So if we are in fact in kind of the platinum age, what happens? What what could stop us from what, what could what could take down this this juggernaut of a a train because it kind of happened in a way because you look back at like you look back at the 60s Ever? and the 70s and then coming into the 80s everything just kind yeah. of like shit well you had the you had the guy <laughs> the bodybuilder guy that was that was kind of passing on bullshit equipment telling everybody they didn't need to train a certain way and that like training you know we got away from training hard and we got into kind of like, oh, we got to do, you know, the stupid exercise fads came out and all this kind of stuff. They're always going to be there. But um, I, I think around the commu- around this area, maybe there's maybe an idea that like I'm not a proponent of CrossFit. But like I think all of us owe um, a little bit to CrossFit because it made it mainstream in a weird way that allowed other sports to kind of jump on. And maybe even get not bigger, but like was CrossFit going a different direction now with their media right. and stuff. But it's it's allowed strongman, it's allowed powerlifting. You know how many times we see a, a female come to a CrossFit class, not really like CrossFit, love the community, mm-hmm. and then have a powerlifter on the side and jump in with the powerlifter. And it's like I get the community from CrossFit and my powerlifting friends, and I'm really good at powerlifting. Mm-hmm. Before you just had to go into some garage gym with a bunch of stinky dudes, and they like they would teach you everything you know, but you had to make it through the first right. five months. You had, to make it, you had to make it through that. Uh, right. So I think you you kind of hit the nail on the head. Is why does a lot of strength sports probably owe a, at least a little bit of CrossFit because there's a little bit of every strength sport in, in CrossFit. CrossFit, and yep. so people would be able to say, "I'm really good at this, and I really like this part." And either I'm gonna stick it out, and I'm gonna just suffer through some of this other stuff <laughs> till I get to the barbell right. part, or till I get right. to the gymnastics right. part, or till I right. get to the rower, and, right. or or they find a part of it that they love more, and they might do it all, or they might do some of it. But the fact right. that they're doing something that's it, key, and that that's the it, big part about it, I think. It exposed so many different groups of people to so many different variations of exercise. It exposed marketing to it and said, "Hey, look, you can make money, which is the big thing. Because if you mm-hmm. can't make money, no company's going to pick you up. Yeah, that's so true. you <laughs> you you can make money. Um, and then on top of that, it made it it made it acceptable for you know your weekend warrior mom that maybe would just run a five k to go into a gym and lift, or or like it's funny when I started training a lawyer here in town, he was like, none of my friends lift; they all just ride bikes." And so they were like, you're lifting? like, And he's like, yeah, I deadlifted 400 plus pounds. And he's a small guy. And they're like, you, what? You didn't deadlift that. So we had a video of it. And like, they were completely mind blown. Right. And it's like, yeah. Like, so, but before he would have never done it because he would have been like, oh, uh, this is kind of, I don't know what this is. I'm just going to go ride it. I'm going to go spend four grand on a bike and I'm going to ride it once a week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like. And you, you just mentioned videos, but do you think last thing? So basically, you know, you said platinum, platinum age. I hope you're right. I think you're right. I think I probably tend to agree. The way social media is now, even than it was when we started doing this stuff to, to get, when we, we were, were, smart, we, were together, bro, we would have started back some like Instagram 10 years stuff ago, way back in the day. Oh my and God. We would have not stopped. Right. So 10 years ago, 
you just couldn't do what you can do now with what's out you there. Can re- you, you can, can reach, reach so many more people, right? But but you can so, reach so many more people. So I feel like not only that, that's a huge thing because there's there's availability of great stuff that's out there. You're also seeing what everybody's doing instantaneously. Every five seconds, somebody's doing some amazing shit. But then every five seconds, somebody's putting out some bullcrap. But right. I think is it easier now, even than it was a few years ago, because people could get away with some bull crap, like kind of in the infancy, like 2010, 2013 social right. media, you can get away with some crap. People call you out so hard on crap now if it's wrong, right? <laughs> because right. there's ten video, there's ten things that came out between the time you posted something stupid and the time somebody else posted something right, correct, and amazing right. in the exact same field that you were posting. Look it. At, look- Look at the COVID situation. Yeah. There's a video comes out and within like 30 minutes. They're like, this is bullshit. Right. <laughs> like- <laughs> it's either, it's either, it's either gospel. It's either gospel and true or it's absolute bullcrap. And, right. and you know, at the end of the day, you, you you know, some people are always going to get trolled because even if they're right, cause they're dicks, but, right. and that's fine. That's, and that should be that way. But typically those people don't care. <laughs> it doesn't change right. what they're going to do. And you got to respect them for that too. But, the preponderance of evidence is out there now it's continuous and it's rolling. And so, you know, I mean, I think the juggernaut's kind of, kind of on its way now. Right. Yeah. I'm juggernaut. I made this suit. I mean, so, you know, so I don't, I don't know. Is this, I don't think it really is stoppable. I think that it's, I don't think it'll stop the growth of all the sports power. I don't think man, CrossFit freaking you name it. You know, I think what we'll see, is like I said, it'll be good for our CrossFit gyms because they're so the good thing. A good thing about a CrossFit gym, if it has a good coach, is the community. I've always said that. I think the number one thing about a CrossFit gym, you could have the most elite coach, and really, as long as he builds a community, it doesn't matter. Right. Like, and that goes the other way also. But I think still the community is still the most important thing. Um, so they're going to be okay. I think once they can get their feet underneath them, mm-hmm. I think the gyms like. Neils that have a, a community as well, kind of same kind of community, same idea. Right. Um, I think we're including the, that in that model, right? I mean, we're just right, we're, right. we're just we're we're right. saying CrossFit. We probably should say, right. you know, smaller format, privatized functional fitness, whether it's whatever the form, whatever. whatever you call it, right? Same thing, right. right? And I think I think they are going to actually. I hope. <laughs> I hope that they see a boom mm-hmm. because I think they're going to. And I think, I mean, we've already seen Gold's Gym and 24-Hour Fitness fall for fall for bankruptcy. Right, right. So Crazy, I don't want to see them. I don't want to see them fail. But at the same time, I'm like, y'all been peddling bullshit to people and and <laughs> right. pray. Y'all been preying on people signing up and then taking their money without working out. So you know what? Maybe this is karma. I hate to say that, yeah. but I don't like. Your your business model is set up on people not using the gym and yeah. not getting better. So the I don't assumption, feel bad for you. Right? The assumption right. for of people not coming and this first thing people do in a situation like this is look at everything they're not using. And right. that goes away. Right. And that's gonna come back to bite you in the ass sooner or later. Right. One way or the other. I mean, I've got, does, you know? And you know, so I i I really think that we'll see a we I don't think we're gonna the talent pool keeps getting bigger for all the sports, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't think that's gonna, I don't, I don't know how much freakier we can get when you have Thor deadlifting 1100 pounds. Like, I don't think, I don't think we can get much freakier, but maybe the pyramid gets better, but I see the privatized stuff kind of riding that pyramid up maybe. Yeah. I think, I think you're right, dude. I mean, I think it's just gonna, like you said, it will follow, it will follow that path. 
and people right. will go, you know, this is what I follow. I mean, shit, man, I'm, I'm watching stuff I, I haven't watched. I've never watched before because I'm like trapped. You know, I'm right. like, man, as soon as they start playing Premier League football again, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to pick in. a team, dude. I'm all in. I'm I mean, in. you know, <laughs> I'm in. I will watch. I'm watching the I'm I'm going to watch the UFC event this weekend. I don't care how I have to do it. I'm watching it. <laughs> It could be you and Brian fighting, (laughs) and I'd pay $60 to watch y'all fight. I just want to see somebody, like, I want to see somebody run out and hug somebody. (laughs) I don't don't care. care. I don't care. Hug them and roll around. Yes. I've got a really, I've got an inappropriate joke. I'm just going to leave it. But, you know, like, I I, I will pay to watch pretty much any sporting event. Oh, yeah, dude. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, I They could have charged me 20 bucks to watch Thor deadlift, and I would have paid for it. done uh, dude i you, i can't you... wait i cannot wait and dude i don't watch i don't sit around and watch i really don't sit around and watch sports but for some reason it has hit me in some part of my like hind brain like something's yeah. missing <laughs> your lizard brain that's like, hey, it bro. he's like you hey, dude what are you doing what are you doing i mean i might even do a fantasy football when it comes to nah, it's like, nah, nah, nah nah i'm not that bad you, off. look you right. we're gonna get, I got we're other, gonna get two weeks i got other things i gotta tell <laughs> We're going to get two weeks back in. I'm be like, fuck fantasy football. I hate this. I hate, oh God, I hate everything about it. But then, you know, yeah, you got to, you just, like you said, it's, it's, I can't wait, man. I can't wait for it to be back. Um, But dude, I will let you go, bro. I know we went a little long, but I super appreciate. uh, uh Oh, your dad's calling me. Are you there? Okay, sorry. <laughs> Carrie's phone was taken over, and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I'm losing it. It's taking over the computer, man. Uh, <laughs> but dude, uh, like I said, we ran a little bit long, but yeah. I, I feel like, uh, you know, dude, I haven't talked to you in forever. Uh, I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad you're, uh, you're making it. You're surviving. COVID didn't get yeah. you. Um, Absolutely. And uh, that uh, you know you've got uh, kind of a light at the end of the tunnel on the other side, and kind of Absolutely. plans to get back at it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think uh, I hope all of us recover, and it's been great talking to you. Maybe on the next next time you're actually allowed to have human interaction at your house um, for one of these, invite me over, and I'll be glad to dude chat abso- with the guys. And stuff. Absolutely, if you can see, I don't know if you can see back here. Got but... a little table back there, a little bit. Oh yeah, that's yeah. The, um, that's the sweep. I got, uh, I got, man, I got seating, seating for, uh, seating for seven, including myself. Yeah, ready to rock, man. So, so as soon as we can, like you know, get within six get feet, you know, I'm ready. <laughs> well, that's it for this episode, y'all. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks again to everyone who listens and supports us. If you could, please go on and rate and review us uh, on iTunes, or Podbean, or uh, wherever you get your podcasts. We sure would appreciate it. Be kind. We're trying to get better. Every single one of these we do. Thanks again to Bear Athletics for the awesome logo and the work ahead. Uh, to get us something awesome to actually put up on those um, podcast sites so you know how to find us. So, But anyway, thanks again, y'all. Listen, once again, stay safe out there, and uh, we'll see you soon. Take care. Bye.